listen up, big guy. I got three good reasons why you should just walk away. Number one, look at that guy. <laughs> He's got that little sissy stringy music thing. We've been through this. It's a harp and you know it. <laughs> All right. That's a harp and that's a dress. <laughs> Robe. Reason number two, look at the look I can do. <laughs> but what does that have to do with that? No, no, no. He's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. No, no, no. He's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great movie. Uh, Emperor's New Groove. Did I tell you about Emperor's New Groove? Uh, I, I found out something. I still haven't do dove into it yet, uh, but I desperately want to. So I was watching, of course, TikTok, and somebody was like, hey, like they, there has been a lot of drama on the making of... Yeah. Did I do... No, you did oh, not, okay. but I've, I've gone down my own rabbit hole. Oh, you did? Of, oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, there's a, a, documentary a documentary on YouTube that is on YouTube that yeah. Disney, uh, I think, allowed to go to um, uh, Sundance. Uh -huh. And then after it was aired, they're just like, oh, this puts us in a bad light. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I want to, I de desperately want to watch that now. Um, I, I remember that they said the original actors were. It well, was still what's it his was name? David Spade, but it was uh, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, yeah, Owen Wilson is um, his twin brother. It was oh, his twin brother. It was supposed to be, you know, the uh, switched up or you know the, oh. the identical twins that trade places and whatnot. Gotcha. Hmm. The I think the most fascinating thing about it all is it that entire show was essentially improv. Yeah, like they didn't have any script, they didn't have anything, and that. Um, Disney was like, all right, show's made. Congratulations. We would like a copy for our records of the script. It's like, uh, uh, we don't have one. <laughs> we just made it up <laughs> as we went along. It's like, you don't have one? It's like, no. So what they did is they sent like writers to a, like a screening of it like two weeks after it had been in theaters and they, were, they typed it all out. <laughs> that is so interesting. Well, and it kind of, that's odd. And I, I think that was another reason why certain things happened with the uh, writer's strike is because they were going to continue with Deadpool 3. Uh -huh. But uh, Ryan Reynolds sometimes ad-libs his own lines, and that is considered writing. Oh, yeah. And so that would be a break of the Writers uh. Guild thing. So they had to, for that reason, like that show was all done. But because he ad-libs, they were like either you have to do things word for word on the script or we can't shoot this. Hmm. That's dumb because that used to be like a part of the process is like ad-libbing and not only that, like I thought unless you, you're a director writer, like the writing is just a suggestion. Yeah. Who knows? It's, that's, that's dumb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're done filming and they can't do anything? Well, no, they, they weren't went during the writer's strike. Oh, okay. Then they were able to, now they're finally able to go back. But uh, Oh, I got you now. Marvel is currently doing lots of reshoots for many of their projects. <laughs> Taking out uh, Kang as one of the yes. major villains. That's good. They, My understanding is they're going to start going down the secret invasion. Like, like I know they have this show. Like the grander thing. Well, it's going to be interesting to figure out because there's two Marvel titles titled Secret Invasion. Mm -hmm. Or no, Secret Wars. Sorry. Not yeah, Secret that's Invasion. what it is. Yeah, Secret, Secret Wars. Wars. And there's one from the early 80s uh -huh. 
which I think everybody would be for. But I think what they're going to be doing is they're going to be doing the secret invasion that came out that brought, that collapsed the uh, ultimate universe and brought Miles Morales and a couple other people into the standard Marvel 616 universe. And that's the belief of what's going to happen is they're going to crush this universe so they can recast Iron Man, recast Captain America, because, you know, both Mm -hmm. of them are currently... You know, one of them is aged to death and the other one is dead. Mm-hmm. So kind of like what happened with DC on TV with uh, the, the crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I'm all for it. I know that, um, uh, what is it? So Kevin Feige's over Marvel, right? Uh-huh. And then, oh, man, who's the dude over Disney? Um, I forgot his name. Oh, um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Bob Iger? Yeah, yeah Iger. Bob Iger, yeah. yeah. They've both uh, come out and said that they are changing the way that they do business, essentially. Like, they're just changing how they're making their movies now. Um, (laughs) Bob Iger, I know, specifically came out and said, we are no longer going to... We're going to go back to our old way of making movies, and that is by story-driven. Because I guess guess we all assumed it. I just didn't know it was part of their their recipe was, oh, we're going to come up with a social yeah, issue, issue and we're going to focus around that and we're going to write around that. And he's like, nope, no longer are we doing this. It doesn't matter if they are, you know, a homosexual or if they are black, white, Asian, doesn't matter. Yeah. We we are doing story-driven stories mm-hmm. and not social stories. And then, yeah, I, um, Iger, no, Iger, Feige, is yeah somewhat similar he's going he's going back to like let's make good quality movies so disney as a whole is revamping which is good yeah well i mean cuz from what i've heard from many things that i've read and seen the new captain america or the the falcon captain america movie was all done they were going to do some just reshoots for some action scenes and now they're redoing proct- practically 3 fourths of the movie have you guys watched Falcon and the Winter no, Soldier or yes. whatever it's called? It Is it good? It didn't look good. Um, I have I've only seen it one time, but if you were to if I were to go back and rewatch it, it might be a little better. But when I first watched it, I wasn't impressed. I just don't. If, like I've told you guys before, the guy that actor, I don't care for him in any other thing besides Twisted, Twisted Metal. Metal. <laughs> <laughs> I like I didn't even care for him in like Civil War and all that stuff. So. I kind of watched it more for Bucky than I did yeah. for for uh, him. So. Well, and the funny thing is, is like what is it? I basically picked up on a really good deal um, all of the Captain America. Um, what is it? This massive storyline, which is. The uh, Captain America, the death of Captain America, the life of Captain America, so obviously he comes back to life. And then the uh, trial of Captain America because of his defense of the Winter Soldier, which okay. it sounds like I, I can't wait to get into that because that just sounds so fun. Sorry, did you say this was a comic book series? Yeah. Oh, wow. started in like 2005, and I don't think it ended until like 2011 or something uh-huh. like that. Oh, I should say also, I finally finished X-Men. That last... 15 issues were difficult for me to get through. Uh, but I did it. <laughs> it was good. Uh, definitely, when, it's, when you binge it, it's definitely harder <laughs> to binge, you know. 
and keep going. We'll see. And I, this is something that I've struggled uh, with either uh, with comic books. And it's interesting because, you know, I have the Marvel Unlimited. I have the DC Infinite Universe app. And then, of course, I get my monthly poll list. And I, I can see the best of both worlds. You can either bank a couple of them and then read them all at once. But if they're all there, sometimes it's easy to either get burned out mm -hmm. on it. Yeah, I went through the first like 60 just fine, but then I was like slowing down. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, it's this time of year once again, because I know this because we had last week's uh, <laughs> normies. Now it's the TV normies. And to remind you all, we haven't watched everything, we, but we definitely do try. And so we are going to judge what we know and what we've heard and all that to do the best ofs for each categories. Um, did I miss any other? Um... No, I like that you correct that one because it, originally when I saw it, it said animation horror. I'm like, I don't know any of them that. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> classification. I was doing that on my phone. <laughs> and so I'm, horror must have somehow copied in. Anyway. All right, so with the categories, uh, we're going to do the categories, just announce them. So we're going to do single episode TV shows, reality shows, comedy, fantasy sci-fi, drama, action, animation, horror, miniseries, and then the worst of 2023, according to us. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm putting in my uh, a suggestion for Hollywood uh, for 2024 TV series, uh, Bullet Train. <laughs> Make a bullet train. How, how would that work? Because I mean, I guess it would have to be like a twenty-four, where like you really are breaking down minute by minute. Mm -hmm. No, I, I don't think that would actually work. <laughs> each season's named after a destination. Yeah. So you either this, each season is named after a Thomas the Trank. <laughs> yeah, that's that too. How you get your nickname? <laughs> this is about. I don't even know any of the Thomas the Trains. But yeah. All right, let's get going. So first um first category single episode TV show. Werewolf by Night in Color, Chris Rock, Selective Outrage, and Master Chef Junior Home for the Holidays. I have not watched any of the Oh, I've watched part of Chris Rock actually. I actually stopped watching Chris Rock's. So so did I. Oddly, I started watching it and then I just stopped watching it because I'm like, I don't, this is... It wasn't funny. No. No. Um, I never watched the in-color Werewolf by Night, but I did watch the black and white one. And it's I know it's the same thing. Oh, they are the same thing? I believe so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I only put that on the list because it was in color. <laughs> but, oh... I'm gonna go with Master Chef. I I love Master Chef Junior. There's something. It is so delightful to like watch these like nine, ten, sometimes you know teens, but like especially when you find like a a nine, ten, eleven year old that you know the bowl sometimes is bigger than them, <laughs> and they are preparing dishes that you would probably expect to order in like a four or five star restaurant. Like that is just impressive. Does that also just make you feel like? I can't even cook that. <laughs> yeah. Every so often I'm just like, well, at, and also at the same time, I'm like, would I want to cook that? Like one of one episode of MasterChef Junior I was watching and the kid was talking about how he made a deconstructed um, uh, muffin or whatever. I'm just like, 
what I, I understand the the I, I don't mean to come across this as rude towards the kid, but it just it sounds so snobbish, deconstructed. But I know that that's a thing at like these big four or five star restaurants. How about just a good muffin? I have a question. What's a deconstructed muffin? Is that a smash it, muffin? Basically, what it is is it's taking it like chunking it up into like little small small portions and stuff like that and then kind of have like a little drizzle you know one of those artsy drizzles across the plate and with multiple different like dipping sauces that you can like take your portions of your muffin and just like drag it through it sounds like a mistake yeah I, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably what happened <laughs> in, in like a five-star restaurant they made a mistake and they're like let's sell this as a deconstructed muffin <laughs> It's fancy. Exactly. People will pay, how much did the ingredients cost? Eh, about 60 cents. People will pay $50 for this. Well, you know what bugs me? And I'm going to get on a little soapbox here. <laughs> is like, because to me, this is almost a deconstructed salad is the wedge. <laughs> I hate the wedge because in my opinion, you have done very minimal work as a chef to prepare this. Now you're charging me like $15 to eat this and it's like i could go to walmart or wherever cut up i can do this because i'm not a good cutter of foods mm -hmm. and i can go slice oh it's in half now the head of salad lettuce is in half now oh i can cut it again it's in force it's done <laughs> and then i just throw on the crumbles of something and like oh that cost me less than a dollar Oh, well, and then, you know, at least for me personally, like once a year, sometimes twice a year, our school will, for a faculty lunch, order out from the Olive Garden and they'll, they'll, they'll get like two things of soup, which it's just like, like really, like these things aren't that huge. We get like never ending breadsticks. So there's like, you know, 3000 breadsticks in the faculty room. And then what I would consider... Somebody at Olive Garden, because I, I, when I used to work at Smith's, I would sit there and I'd watch all these like people who had their, their chef's apron on, their name tag or whatever from these, these restaurants, and they would just be going through buying like you know the bagged lettuce stuff, and I'm like, and so, then I would watch them, and then I saw the these massive salads that maybe had a couple of red onions and like a. A jalapeno here, and then of course they they gave us their their Italian dressing uh, from Olive Garden, which basically I think if you were to pull off the label of that and slap on a generic label of any Italian dressing, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, like and then like you know it was an expensive dinner and or lunch or whatever, and I'm like, why can't we just go over to Smith's and just like cut out the middleman? Yeah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> um. Now, just to make sure I'm thinking of the right show, is this the Master Chef? Is this the one with Gordon Ramsay? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I always support him yelling at kids. So I'm I mean, <laughs> he he is actually very warm and caring towards the kids. The oh, really? adults he berates and you know causes you know childhood drama to resurface. He does not <laughs> cause, <laughs> he does not cause childhood drama to these or trauma to these uh, kids. That's good. He's totally different with the kids. Yeah, for sure. I think it probably helps that I think he has kids that same age. Yeah, he in fact so every so often on some of these shows he'll bring on his daughter or something like that, and it's just like that's not fair. She was trained by you. 
All right. Well, I'm voting for Master Chef. Yeah, same. Master Chef all mm. the way. All right, Brad, I take it you're going that mm-hmm. way. Yep. Okie dokie. All right, reality. <clears throat> so for the category of reality, we have Squid Games, Jury Duty, Is It Cake, Lego Masters, and The Golden Bachelor. <laughs> See, I wanted to like Lego Masters so much because of uh, Will Arnett being mm-hmm. the host. And I just can't get into it. I never tried. I've thought about trying, but then I just gave up. My kids got into it starting <laughs> season four. Because <laughs> they, they, over the summer, this last summer, they kind of, their level of Lego likeness peaked. And so when they saw that they're like oh let's let's give it a watch and we started with the most current season um it's all right like the thing is i mean they they're the contestants are they're grouped into pairs of two and then they're given a a task to make something whether it's like could be something as like a roller coaster it could be something um, just totally original altogether. It could be a, a, an, an object that they're supposed to make that looks like the real thing. And they make these objects, but they make them so massive. Mm-hmm. With That's like 40,000 Lego pieces or something. And I'm like, there's no such, there's no set like that. Like, let's keep it a little more realistic. Uh-huh. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I've never seen an episode, but I mean, I would like the idea of Legos because I... I just look at like the, like the what is it called Millennium Falcon and all mm-hmm. that. I'm like, I just want to build it, and then then somebody else can have it. So <laughs> over, I just don't want to buy it. <laughs> over the holiday, the the holidays um, starting in December, we started doing a a new Lego set um, where we created the Home Alone house. Oh wow, oh, that's cool, and it was pretty cool. Um, my wife made a reel about it. It's online, and so it like. She took a picture of after every step, but there were like 24 bags in this box that you oh, had to geez. go through and build. And the, the uh, instruction booklet was like half an inch thick. Jeez. And I was like, man, this is huge. But yep. it was like the whole Home Alone house with the traps set up and the like. So is the inside like have all the rooms? Yeah, it has all oh. the rooms. The door, the whole house opens up on the inside. That's um, cool. There's mechanisms where like either the Michael Jordan um, oh. thing is oh. can spin, and then there's the furnace that lights up on the in the in the basement. Oh geez. And there's I mean there's Marv and Harry and their uh their van. There's the tree house that comes with it. Okay. It's it's a huge undertaking wow that's fun i uh i definitely do love that and and i was sad to see that there was a lego place uh, like a online place where you could rent them and build them and then you deconstruct them and send them back as but lego went after them and closed them down (laughs) so see that's a good idea like you know a red box lego place where you could just put it together and then return it Mm mm-hmm Yep. All right. So um, I will say that Squid Game, I am in love with that move, that show. So uh, walk me through how that works, because, I mean, all I can see is just death. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> walk me through how this reality game. So you'll see very quickly that in the like each contestant, all 500 of them have like a necklace around them. And that is like a thing that when triggered, it explodes and, you know, it's like 
why it's black, I don't know, but it's black and it just paints their chest black. And then they you can tell that they're contract contractually obligated to fall down and pretend like they're dead. Because they all do it. They okay. all just like start falling down. And my wife walks in and is like, that was the worst like death reenactment ever. It's like, what are you watching? I'm like, oh, it's a reality kind of show, game show. She's like, oh, okay. They're not acting, like really acting. So just out of curiosity, is it um, then is it American one or is it uh I, I mean, yeah, it's American, but I think it's American because like there's no they have the voices of uh-huh. all the same people. So like the um the people that come in and talk to them uh-huh. is the exact same sounding voice as the show. Uh-huh. Um the girl's voice that does all the announcements over the PA, same voice. Um, so you don't really know there because there's no narrator. And then the people, but like most of the people that are in the show are from America. There's mm-hmm. a couple that are from like different countries like Australia. In, there's multiple from England. Um, but yeah, I'd say it's from America. And they play most of the games that is in Squid Game. They detour. And if they detour, it's for good reason that they do it. Um, because I feel like they're like, okay, this is unfair if we actually do this one in real life in mm-hmm. in this situation. And it's I won't give up which ones they change because it's really kind of surprising. And you're like, oh, that's smart. And this works, this backfires because people start seeing the pattern, like, oh, they're doing the exact same games in a row right off the bat. Cause they do tag. Uh, no, they do red light, green light first. Oh, yeah. And then they do um the cookie. The cookie one is interesting. If the cookie one, um, my favorite part about it is that so they added another element to it, and it is that the, so they have everybody line up in four lines, just random line, and then the first person in each line has to go into that room where they do the cookie thing, where they mm-hmm. lick it in the playground area, and they they have to decide all four of them have to you decide together and they all have to agree which who's getting which shape and since they all seen the show they know the umbrella is not the shape to get so they are fighting and they have two minutes to decide and if they don't decide they all die and so wave after wave after wave of people are coming through dying because nobody wants to the umbrella and they're representing their team that they're in the line for. And so they all feel like they can't let their team down and get the umbrella. It's like, man, it's better get the umbrella than to die. Mm. But. Well, and then the only reason why I ask is I, on Netflix, it's constantly been recommended to me and I started watching it once. There is a Korean, I believe zombie, uh, reality show uh-huh. and I started watching it because I'm like man this is like super cheesy and over the top and then I realized it's a reality show I'm like never mind so I, I just couldn't get into it it's not over the top I would just say the acting is over the top other than that like the drama is just the typical drama from re- any reality show okay and it's kind of and they also have a different like after watching Squid Games I think that the interesting thing is how in Squid Games you know, they all kind of band together in a very negative way mm-hmm. where they're like, we're the strongest. We're going to band together and we're this and we're going to band together. This one, they band together just because they kind of mesh well together. 
And for the most part, most of the humans are pretty decent, but there are a couple that you are rooting against because they're just evil. Oh, that sounds like, like me with the the floor's lava where I, the instant I see them, I'm like, I, I don't like you. Yeah. There will be definitely, <laughs> I guarantee there's, to me, there's two in the whole show that you're like, I want you gone. I want you gone. And the, and the more they keep surviving, you're like, I want you gone. Just die already. <laughs> and so that like definitely keeps you watching for sure. Um, jury duty. Have you guys seen that at all? I've watched the first two episodes. Is that on freebie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's like the, the show with 11 actors and one real person or something. Yeah. So I don't know Wait. if this qualifies as a reality show. That's the one with James Marsden, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, it's reality because it's the guys were in a real situation. But. Well, and I feel as though it's also very, it's unscripted. It is unscripted, yeah. Because, I mean, what is it? My favorite thing about the first episode is this one lady goes up to the jury or the, the, the judge and she's just like, judge, I, you know, he's just like, you, you need to give me a good reason why you don't want to be on, oh, yes. on jury duty. And she's just like, I don't want to. And he goes, oh, good. Okay. You're excused. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go to recess and James Marsden does not, is playing himself. Yeah. And so he, he's just like, okay, I'm going to do that. And so he goes up to, and the judge is just like crying in, in like a, at a food truck line and you know he basically is being like divorced or something like that and just is beside himself he was like hey judge i was just wondering if i could uh i don't want to be on jury duty and he's just like you're gonna be on jury duty because i i don't he's like but you let that one lady off i didn't let anybody off and he just just the whole bizarreness of it, it is so bizarre it is dry the the laughs at least in my opinion, and that's why I've only watched two episodes, are few and far between, but the laughs when they do happen are really good. <laughs> yes, they are few and far between, but they are really good. There is... So, you know the nerdy guy? I think it was glasses and... You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I think it comes out later. They never say it. But if you know our culture, if you know the Mormon culture, you 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 realize that he's Mormon. Oh yeah, I think they've like they gave that away. At oh, least did they? For me, well, no, like oh, okay. within the first episode, oh, okay. it's just like, oh yeah, that 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 dude's Mormon. Yeah, um, there's one episode, especially like if I mean if you're a listener to this, this is a really dumb practice, but they like they do something that is a very that the youth do in colleges these days that me and you have talked about, and I'm sure we've. Oh no! And they, please, they they really? Yes, they oh. do, and it's so funny, especially because James Marsden's the one jumping on the bed. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, Criddle. Oh, oh my word! I think so. Yeah, yeah, oh. <laughs> and it's like. <clears throat> That's the dumbest thing that, first of all, that if people do it for real, that's really dumb. Second of all, it's just funny that James Martin's, Marston's doing it. And it's, it's the best. Uh, it's like episode six or seven, so it's pretty further into it. Uh, but <laughs> that's funny. And then also, um, what did the one guy say? I think it was the same guy, same nerdy guy. He said he's like, I'm a racist or something like that mm. to get out of jury duty. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> and then just, yeah, backfired on him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That Because that one lady said that I don't want to. And, yeah. and she goes, okay, sure. And then 
then the guy next to James Marsden just says, just say that you're racist. Yeah, and he's like, I saw a Family Guy episode where they just said he was racist and they got out of it. <laughs> 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 and so the guy just did it. Of course, because he's an actor and he's like, he saw, probably saw the <laughs> the low-hanging fruit of, yeah, let's do that. That'll be comedy gold. Uh-huh. All yeah. right. Then is it cake? Um, There's something fun about that. Especially, you know, I I also like when, like, it'll be on, mm-hmm. and I've not watched the, a single second of it, and I'll just come into a room because I think I did this with uh, you and your family at one point in time this year, and I'm like, what are you guys watching? And you're like, is it cake? And so I, I had no idea what I was looking at, but I would just I was like critically analyzing. Mm-hmm all the things in front of me. And I was just like, I think this is cake right here. Like it, not even having to watch the entire episode is yeah. fun. No, it definitely is fun. It's our family show. If we want to watch a family show, but I enjoy it. It's, it's not as entertaining. If anything, it's just the cakes. Like that's all the, the main host from SNL guy. He's all right. But yeah, it's just the cakes that are entertaining. We talked about Lego Masters and then the Golden Bachelor. I just know of Golden Bachelor. In fact, I just asked one of my clients about it the other day because I know she watches it. And I was like, hey, how was Golden Bachelor? She goes, if you just, it just gives you all the warm feelings inside <laughs> to watch these two 70 year olds fall in love. <laughs> all I, right. I was like, yeah, it's not for me, <laughs> but cool. All right. Well, I think it is time. Hmm. I know what J- Jeremy's going to go for. Yep. Um. I don't know what <laughs> you're going to go for. I'm going to go with Is It Cake? Because it's just fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Criddle. Um, I've only seen two of these. I've seen Is It Cake and in Lego Masters. Um, I... I I got a little annoyed with Lego Masters, so <laughs> that's out. Um, I, I'm interested in watching Squid Game. I, I enjoyed the the original content of Squid Game, um, not as much as Alice in Borderland, but um, the the idea of it's fun. Um, but I think I'm going to go with Is It Cake? Boo. It's a fun watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, next up, word category is comedy. And just in case you were wondering, Jeremy was going for Squid Game. Yep. <laughs> Squid Game. I have never, ever in my life been so engrossed into a reality show. And that one has, I mean, it's Squid Game, but somehow it takes it up a notch to where it's kind of better than the actual scripted one. Okay. Category is comedy. And the nominees are ghosts. Only Murders in the Building, Uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel, Shrinking, Futurama, Ted Lasso, The 90 Show, and Upload. Now, let me ask you before we really get into this, are we judging it just solely on the season that was this year? Oh, that's... I think it has to be both. I think it has to be like... The season that came out this year, but also does it like sync up with previous seasons? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, yeah, Futurama is good. I mean, I'll just go real quick. Ghost for me, really good. 
uh, only murders in the building. I have yet. I have. I we went through all the other seasons really quickly. All the newest season we haven't even started yet because I think we're still going through Loki. Um, we're going through other shows. So oh, I'm, I need like three more of Loki. Uh, Marvel's Miss Maisel. Watch that. It was great. I didn't like the seasons as much as uh, previous seasons. Shrinking was fan freaking tastic. Futurama was great. Ted Lasso was great. Um, Nisha was, it was good. It was entertaining. And Upload was, it was good. Man, uh, just going by this list and whatnot, all I can tell you is I've watched a lot of new TV shows. Comedies haven't been one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you, let's see. My guess is you've watched only Ted Lasso and 90 show. Let's see. I've watched the first couple of episodes of the 90s show. I've watched the first season of Ted Lasso. I watched the first... Oh, the first season of Ted Lasso? Uh-huh. Yeah. You haven't finished the second and third? No, oh, I, my I, God. I, I, I've been meaning to get around to it. Brat. But I've been meaning to get around to doing a lot of things. <laughs> um, that's why I like... I, I, that's why I, I have so much on my on board to do tomorrow because <laughs> it is the best day to like put everything off to. I'll do that tomorrow. Um, I thought you meant the 24th. No. Because that's tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, it's an odd time to push everything to, but you mm-hmm. mean always push it. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, I have this shrinking on my on my list, ready to go on Apple, uh, upload. I've been discouraged to finishing upload because I, I love the first season. Watch the first episode of season two, and it was... There was just like the like, just like the uh, night before Christmas poem. There was no comedy to be seen. Not even like you know, a mouse. Like it's <laughs> it's was, true. It drops significantly and from so season one. That that had me like really kind of, um, I guess stalled. I have ghosts on my list. I keep on hearing. I think it constantly gets recommended as one good recommendation here and I, and I know you were highly on only murders in the building i've never actually watched marvelous mrs Maisel because i get that confused with fleabag and i oh watched, yes i, I can see that i watched a couple episodes of fleabag like that is not funny <laughs> that is horrifying no so marvelous mrs Maisel, do you know what that's about at all um i believe it's about a somebody who wants to start committing uh, stand-up comedy like in the like the 40s or 50s or something yeah. like that so it's a yeah female that's yeah wants to be a stand-up comedian uh her dad is monk just so you know to kind of oh fyi yeah there's a monk movie Ooh, i didn't it, like already out yeah hmm, interesting i did not know that um but yeah so and he's very similar to most of his characters he's ever played um and i mean it's just it, it's just fun watching her trying to be a comedian However, I will say through like the first season is probably like upload. It's the funniest. And then it slowly gets into more drama. My favorites like couple episodes are when they go to the cat skills or whatever it's called mm-hmm. that that was the best. But it's a, I would say give it at least the first season and see what you feel or first couple episodes even kind of gives you an idea. Okay. All right, continue. Or wherever you have you watched Futurama this year? I watched the first two episodes of Futurama. I mean, to me, the first episode is just gold, Uh just because it does something that 
I feel as though The Simpsons has not done in forever. And the the best way I could describe it is one of the Simpsons episodes in the 90s is when the meteor is about ready to hit Springfield and Ken Brockman is just like, well, you know, uh, over a period of time, a reporter gets a whole bunch of uh, information and news that he just can't report. But because uh, life is meaningless, the following oh, yeah. people are gay. And just, <laughs> you know, yeah. just goes to a whole list of names. And Homer's just like, hold on, Marge. Hold and on. the first episode of Family or Futurama basically kind of does that. And I don't feel as though The Simpsons has done that in quite some time. Mm -hmm. And not only did they do it, but they th the names of the shows that they were referencing were hysterically funny <laughs> because you knew what they were like yeah. poking fun at. Yeah. I, I think the great thing about Futurama is, I don't know, I... I I mean, you both of you have seen Futurama, right? Like all the like majority of their shows, uh -huh. right? Yes. So, if you ask me, I cannot call out a, a single season. I feel like they all kind of stay at a certain delivery level. You know, I mean, there's some that are slightly better. Like sometimes I like the the Santa Claus episodes. I think the only down ones are like the when they did those movies. Oh yeah, those are probably the that their lowest. Yeah, the, the the shows that are half hour long are mm -hmm. the best. Yeah, and I feel like they if you were to draw like a bar, like you know how good they were, it'd be fairly consistent. It would be fairly consistent. It'd be like slightly up or slightly down. Some maybe way more than up than others, but it'd be pretty much almost a straight line across the board, and their consistent delivery. And I think the reboot jumped right back into that line almost mm -hmm. perfectly. Oh yeah, and it's like. How are you doing this? Like the Simpsons are all over the place. They have really bad episodes, really good episodes. And I mean, we're still talking about the nineties. Like there's some really bad episodes. There's a Lisa episode. They're called episode. Lisa episodes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, there's still a little bit like up and down, up and down, where Futurama somehow just I don't know. I, I think it's the dynamic of those characters mm -hmm. versus like like I prefer the character the characters of Planet Express over the Simpsons. Yeah, they're just they're far more interesting. Uh -huh. They go to they they push the boundaries. They they go to places that that Simpsons can't. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, when you when you break apart also the characters, I mean, what is it? Like they they really they focus mainly on Leela Fry Bender and Doctor not Doctor Zoidberg. Yeah, uh, Farnsworth. Doctor Farnsworth, and you know, every so often you'll get a Doctor Zoidberg episode. You know, you'll get a every so often you'll get. A, What's her face episode? I can't think and of. And then Hermes. And Hermes, yeah. And it's it's one of those like, eh, like yeah, I'm I, I'm glad Hermes is a supporting character. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, I think the one episode I have like of Hermes the most is when they go to like this bureaucratic planet. <laughs> mm, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Ted Lasso, great ending. I don't think it's coming back. Um. So R.I.P. I'd watch Ted Lasso coach in the new direction at the end. Yeah, I would too. Without spoiling it. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I think we covered everything. The 90s mm -hmm. show we've talked about before. It's just, it's nostalgic. I don't know if anybody would ever watch it. Like if I was a kid th at this time in my life and watched the 90s show, never having watching the 70s show, I don't think it's that good. But I think knowing the background of the 70s show, it adds 
a lot to it. And that's what my wife and I are going through right now is that 70s show. And then we're going to get the 90s show. That 70s show to me, because I rewatched it one within the last five years, is good until Eric, Eric leaves. Mm-hmm. And I still think Red Foreman's the best. Oh, oh yeah. Red, Red and, and Kitty. Kitty. Red, Red and, and Kitty. Kitty. <laughs> Do you know who I don't like in that show? Is almost everybody that is part of Donna's family. I don't like her dad. I don't really care for her mom. I don't care for Donna. I don't know. I, I think Donna's dad is possibly the best one. I don't know. He's a little bit like um, Frank on uh, MASH. Yeah. Where he just becomes a boob. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. Oh, I'm seeing my similarities in myself and Red Foreman. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Red is the best. Right. All right, Cradle. I want to hear who you're gonna pick first. <laughs> um, so I've I haven't seen Ghost. I haven't seen Only Murders in the Building. I want to see that. Um, Mrs. Mrs. The Marvelous Miss Maisel. I haven't seen. Uh, it's been on advertised on Amazon for a while. Um, but I haven't. Man, I have no time to watch stuff. <laughs> Shrinking. I watched the first episode and then um, it, it just kind of fell wayside. I should. I need. Want to finish it? Um, Futurama. I love Futurama, but I haven't watched. The, the the fall is terrible for me for shows just because I I am engrossed in football, yeah, um, and so it's it's rough. Um, Ted Lasso, I make re- I make time for Ted Lasso. I love Ted Lasso. He came out during the spring, I believe, and that was perfect. Yep, um, great ending. I don't I definitely don't see it coming back, but I loved. I think I like season three more than season two. Um, so. Love Ted Lasso. I could always go for some more Ted Lasso. The 90s show, I haven't seen. I've seen trailers, and it just gives you vibes of the, that 70s show. Um, and then Upload, I want to see. Again, it's on the to-watch list. Um, so in this case, um, for me, I'm going Ted Lasso. All right. All right. Brett? Um, I'm going to go with at least the most consistent thing that I've seen, and that's Futurama. Futurama. Mm. Okay. I'm not going to say upload because it's not their best season and it definitely can't compete against here. 90 show, same thing. Uh, Ted Lasso is definitely going to be in the running for me. Futurama. Uh, because it's consistent, I like it, but is it the best as it can outdo these? I don't know. Marvelous Miss Maisel, definitely not this season. I haven't seen only merge in the building, but I would probably guess it's not. Can't compete against Ted Lasso. Ghost can't compete against Ted Lasso. Um, it comes down to shrinking and Telasso to me. Both Apple productions. Um, both uh, what's that guy's name? Oh yes, um, Bill Lawrence. Is that his name? Yes, he made both shows. Well, I know that what's his name is in in like, what is the angry guy on Ted Lasso? Um, where he goes no. Uh, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember his name. Or like his character's name, whatever. Um, Roy? Roy Kent. Oh, okay. So yeah. Roy Kent, I mean, he was in Ted Lasso, but he and uh, what's his name? The main guy in Shrinking, uh, Jason Siegel, mm-hmm. and then one other person, it might be Lawrence, um, created Shrinking. And I guess... Uh, Harrison Ford's character is based off of Roy Kent's dad. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is funny. Um, but anyway, so I think we're going to Ted Lasso. All right. <laughs> so Ted Lasso's our winner. 
All right. I didn't think I would say Ted Lasso with, I mean, because I feel like there's a decent amount of good comedy there, but I say break it down, Ted Lasso wins. And just want to say a plug, unlike the um, this the college football playoff committee, you know, they we're very transparent mm-hmm. with what we're choosing here. We're not going to have any Florida State's uh, issues in Alabama's. Okay. Fantasy and sci-fi. So that's the category. The nominees are Loki, Percy Jackson, Twisted Metal, Picard, Mandalorian, Osaka, Gen V, The Last of Us, Silo, What If, and Upload. Okay. Now, here's where I've at least watched 50% of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've watched at least 50%. Uh, Yeah, same. Okay. What do you, let's just, I'm just curious, as a group, what do you think is the worst on this list? Percy Jackson. I watched it. And okay, so I watched it, FYI, while I was sick. I I, I was not, I watched it a couple days ago because I was going through everything and Jeremy pointed something out to me when uh, he was my roommate that he thoroughly hates shows that he it watches mm-hmm. new for the first time while he's sick. And so I, it was at the time I wasn't realizing I was sick. I was just everything irritated me. But you know what? It could have been because I had just barely got back from the dentist. It could have also been because I went out Christmas shopping. And so I, you know, I, the the. The possibilities of me just being irritable, just in general, were just high. Uh huh. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there going, I'm like trying to find something to watch. I'm like, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that. Oh, look, it's uh, Grand Turismo. It's on Netflix. I don't want to watch that. And then I started watching it. I'm like, okay, I don't want to watch this. I hate this. <laughs> and, you hate Grand Turismo. Well, no, no. I watched like 10 minutes of oh. it. And then at this point in time, I was sitting there thinking, I think I'm sick. <laughs> and. <laughs> And so I, I, I go to Hulu, which I picked up for a buck on Black Friday, which like, best deal ever. Mm-hmm. And I saw that they had uh, the first episode of Percy Jackson, the Lightning Thief series. And I'm like, okay, I, the, R- Rick Royden has said that this will be a lot better than the movie. And so as I'm starting to watch it, like I love Percy Jackson books. Like They are better than the Harry Potter books in my opinion, that it's just a better story, mm-hmm. better world or whatnot. And so I'm very fussy. And I don't want to say that I hate this because I was sick. I really feel as though the, the at least this first episode of Percy Jackson Lightning Thief sucks worse than the movie. Jeez. That's saying a lot because yeah, I felt I've only seen the first one because I didn't really care for it so much. I was like, why should I watch the others? Because there's three, right? Mm-hmm. There's, no, there's just two. Oh, just two. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, my least favorite on this list, just to throw something out there. And I, it's actually something I've actually, I don't really care for what if. Just throwing it out there. I've it, actually it, never watched it. It just dropped last night or yesterday. Oh, was the last one last year then? No, it was like a year or two ago. Two oh, really? Ago. Yeah. Okay. Then season I two just dropped yesterday. Okay. I can't, I didn't like the first season. So I'm like, oh, okay. I'll back up. So there, what if is season two just dropped yesterday and they're dropping one episode every day for nine days? Even still, I just didn't enjoy what if at all. So, I was watching it to more or less do due diligence and like, okay. I'm hoping it gets better. I mean, the one yesterday. Um, without giving anything away, it, it's it's Nebula. What if Nebula joined the the Nova Corps? Uh huh. Um, 
it's okay. It's a solid. It's it's a decent you know start to the what if series. It it gives, doesn't really give you like a direction on what they're gonna take and where they're gonna go. Mm-hmm. I just gave it a nod in here because it dropped yesterday. Okay, that's all. Well, unfortunately for what if, I'm judging you by previous <laughs> seasons, and yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I just did. I I don't even know if I finished it. I think for me the the worst thing on here might be The Last of Us. Ooh, I mean, granted. I think so. What I would do is every single time an episode would drop, like there is some YouTubers that would compare and contrast each episode with that segment of the game. And you know what? Had they actually followed through with the events of the game, it would have been a lot more enjoyable because yes. there was more battling. Yes. But The Last of Us was light horror fantasy and more human drama that's and so it's the walking dead effect more or less but like way more drama and 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 that's the reason why i stopped i mean i i think i've i told you last i i stopped watching it after the move uh the 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 mall the mall the mall mall episode so boring i was like all right i'll get back to this sometime and now that brett's re-upped on his hbo max it should try and finish out because it gets better right after no 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 i went past the mall never mind no i went i went further past the mall finally and i got to where he was dying in like this uh oh yeah he gets stabbed by the cannibals yeah 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 Yeah, so that's where i've left off that's i to me that is that's the on the bottom of my list for this like i like the walking dead drama better than this drama i i like I liked the drama of the um, the girl that was from Two and a Half Men. You know that? Mm-mm. Um, so the, you know, the, I think it was like St. Louis or some city that they were in and they were like all scouring the city for for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they they go underground. Mm-hmm. That was, that was the best episode. Oh, yeah. Is that when they meet the the black kid? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that was a good episode. That crushed me though. That crushed me. Oh man, know. the ending. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Worst. Um. All right. What? Uh. Would you guys want to do another round of like worst or because yeah. this is gets uh, a little bit more difficult. So I I will uh put, and I'm only gonna say worst. I actually haven't seen the episode or an episode of it, but I would like to throw in Ahsoka as the worst because it's one of those series that you actually have to have seen multiple seasons of animated uh, Star Wars cartoons. And the, at least in my opinion, the animated Star Wars cartoons are horrifically animated. They look like marionette puppets animated. <laughs> And I cannot get into it. I've heard that the storylines are really good, but to do to it, it's one thing to have had to do the your homework and you know getting all the way up to um yeah uh, what is it the in infinity uh what is it infinity wars is that what it's called oh you're talking about Marvel now yeah okay yeah infinity wars so it's it's one thing to do your homework in getting caught up to that which you know, was something that you were expecting to do the entire time. Yeah. However, the Soka series drops and it's just like, I, I watched the first episode basically ex- waiting for like, 
you know, some recap, mm-hmm. some just so that you don't have to do your homework. Some storytelling of yeah. like what nope. happened. They just drop you straight into it and you're just expected to know. See, I've been, I'm still like three or four, four episodes in and I, yeah, I'm still waiting for that recap, hoping that they finally give it. Yeah. And I, from what I've done and scoured on the internet, they, they don't. Okay. You're, you're supposed to have watched the Clone Wars animated series. You're supposed to have watched um, some other um, animated series and, and that's, you know, to get you prepared for this. And I mean, in all, I guess in fairness and against my argument for it being kind of not good is, you know, this was kind of written for the people who were teenagers, probably in the, you know, the 2010s mm-hmm. era, because they grew up with the, you know, these animated shows. So it's kind of like for them, but even if it is for them, do a general, you know, recap for yes. your audience. Where, where did you leave off with this, Soka? Where, what do you last remember? Um, so right now where I'm last, uh, I think I, I finished it. Okay. So I'm pretty sure last I, where I last saw was they are going to wherever, like they are on this planet. Well, they're not on it. Yeah. They crashed on this planet. There's that big ring out in the space. Um, they fought and, oh, okay. No. So the the girl with the hair color, I'm bad with names. If Sabine, lived, Sabine, yeah, whatever. Um, they took her. That's where I left off. And oh, and so they and the the ring left. Yeah, the ring left. Yeah. Okay. It. So I, I won't spoil it. Okay. So, but I mean, to me, it, it very it becomes very anticlimactic. After that, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, you just told me on not watching it <laughs> because I mean, I, to me, I, where they're going is you'd think that there'd be something better like to embrace, but it it's it's not. It's I I never watched the cartoons, and it doesn't really make me want to watch the cartoons. Um, but I'm, I mean, I am curious about the, uh, the big bad Thrawn. Uh And so, cause I think he could be a possible future for Star Wars, Mm -hmm. um, as a, as a villain, um, cause he's very calculated. He was supposedly a right hand man of, uh, Darth Vader. Um, and so, I mean, I'm curious about his character and everything and his ruthlessness, but as far as this, this, the show goes, it was just a meh. Yeah. So, I, I'm I'm always kind of surprised that um, the girl from Scott Pilgrim's in that show, <clears throat> the, green, oh, yeah. the green person, I'm like, you should be the girl with the colorful hair because that's just who you were. Exactly. <laughs> Random thought. Um, all right. Well, that was yours, Ahsoka, right, yeah. Brett? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to just throw in Gen V just based off of <clears throat> what I know of the other three seasons of, what's it called? I'm spacing it. I don't know. I, my not, boys. Yeah, there we go. The boys are the boys, the boys not my boys. My yeah. boys is a good show. Yeah. The boys. The boys is something that's like cringe worthy to watch, but yet somehow entertaining. And just based off that alone, I don't it's like I watch he's like, try I try explaining to myself why I watch the boys. Because it's entertaining, but it's also not entertaining. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult to watch at times, but also it's fun to watch at times like it is so hard to 
to explain why I ever watched all three seasons of The Boys. Of the Boys. Oh man, do you get where I'm coming at with that? It, it it's like to me, it's like Memento. You watch it one time, yes, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I have I've only watched like half of a the first episode of Gen V. Uh-huh. Um, that's what I, I did. Too. I just don't know if I can keep going. I don't think I can go. <laughs> But I mean, I'm I'm already invested three seasons into the boys, and so when the fourth season drops, I'm probably yeah. I want to know what happens. Exactly, I I want to know the story with that. Yeah, because that's a little more interesting. Whereas these side characters, I mean, who gives a crap? Yes. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I ba- based on what's left on the list, I think we should drop upload. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that was that's an easy uh-huh. drop. I, I want to, I mean, for me personally, I want to put my my three in, and I don't okay. know which way I would be going for this one. I am going to go with, uh, in no particular order, Silo, okay. uh, Picard Season 3, which, oh, just say, saying that just like, oh, I, and <laughs> I need to buy it and rewatch it, um, and Twisted Metal. Like, those are the things I'm putting my hat in the ring for, because all of them are just phenomenal. I, I think the the weakest one out of the three is Silo, but I, mm-hmm. I I liked the reason why I liked Silo is I it was one of those things where, you know, I think in our modern world, we're so used to binging certain things. It was good enough to wait week to week. Mm-hmm. It wasn't I need the next episode, I you know, like yes. tw- 24. I need the next episode now. Put it in my veins. Exactly. And Silo was good enough to be paced out. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. It's it's the one thing though I feel duped with Silo is oh. because <laughs> is because of they they tote, you know, um What's the girl? She was like the main uh-huh. actress, like in they. I swear they used her for all the publicity of the show. Uh huh. And then all of a sudden she's gone. And it's like, well, now I'm s- set with these characters I don't know except for the one from Remember the Titans, and and then oh no, he stays throughout the whole show, doesn't he? Uh, the the, the oh, assistant no. coach um, from Remember the Titans. No, like the, the the main girl, she doesn't really make a, a strong appearance until like the third episode of Silo. The no, she she it's the very first episode she dies. Oh, that's it. right, that's right, that's yeah. right. Sorry, I thought you meant. Well, the, she the, dies. It's up to you whether or not she. Yeah. Does or not. Um. I. I. Sorry, I was thinking about the main girl that. Yeah. Basically, is what mm-hmm. the whole thing is about. I. Yeah, he's there. I. He survives. Oh, yeah. He's there until about halfway through the series. Yeah. And then after that, I'm like, man, who are all these nobodies except for Tim Robbins now? (laughs) Well, yeah. And to me, I don't know if you've ever seen or read the book City of Ember, but to me, it was a more more adult version of City of Ember. I would have to say, though, I liked City of Ember more than Silo. Yeah. I mean, Bill Murray does play like a sleazeball. Yeah. Um. My top three with this would would be Loki, Twisted Metal, and um. Now that I'm wondering of this, I just want to make sure: Did Mandalorian really come out this year? Was there a season this year? Uh, I think so. Mandalorian, yeah, yeah the, the third yeah, season of did. Mandalorian. Yeah, okay. I to me, I think the Mandalorian season three was the weakest season mm-hmm, of, of Mandalorian. Of the Mandalorian. Yeah. So when you compare it. To me, I think it comes down to I honestly love t- Twisted Metal. 
Mm-hmm. I thought that was a surprise, and I loved the uh, the post apocalyptic world. I liked Anthony Mackie's character. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, just a fun watch. And twi- and to be honest, like this is one of those. So I always I say this a lot. The show is as good as the villain, mm-hmm. and. I don't know if I want to call him a villain now. Sweet Tooth is like I, I Sweet I was, Tooth is awesome. He, he went from being like a villain in the second episode to like you know you're terrified for these people's lives <laughs> to when I think best episode question mark maybe episode five like when he he makes his appearance he's like here would you like a hand <laughs> yeah. I mean I mean this is my hand <laughs> you can yeah. get your own. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one where they're at the dam, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a great episode. Oh. And we should be the S brothers. <laughs> uh, I mean, episode five is the best. And then the first 10 minutes of episode eight is like the TV game, sh- the, the video game put to real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got to go Twisted Metal. I mean, I liked, I'm liking Loki season three so far. I still have three episodes, but. Oh, Twisted Metal is just so high Twisted in delivery. Metal. So good, so good. Yep. I mean, I was excited. I, I mean, going back through my my phases on this show, I was excited for Twisted Metal to come out because I'm like, oh, it's one of my favorite video games of all time coming out. And I was like, but then I go, I'm like, oh, but it's a video game. How often, you know, are those hits? And <laughs> and then Brett's like, you need to watch it. I was like, okay, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. All right, it's going up. And then I watch it. It's like, boom, it's even better than I ever thought it ever could have been. So yeah, I'm going Twisted Metal. All right, I will go. Oh, don't you change? I, don't you go Picard on us? I, yeah, lo- I have a feeling oh, that you're I, saying. I will Picard. tell you, Star Trek Nerds Unite. You need if you have not watched uh, Star Trek Picard season three. In fact, I will tell you this: this is how great Star Trek uh, Picard season three is. Is I tr- I never watched the first two seasons because I was told it was they were both horrible. I watched, I heard online that the third season is fantastic. Started watching it. It is fantastic. I was like, you know what? Maybe like all the online people were wrong and like the first season is good. I started watching it. No, it is, it is as bad as you would expect it to be. (laughs) And Star Trek Picard season three is fantastic. But I will say for rewatch, well, both of them are rewatch value, but for where it hits me in the feel goods, sitting there playing a video game with my like, you know, 14-year-old brother or whatever, Twisted Metal. <laughs> All right, Twisted Metal. Yeah. All right, next category is drama. So we have Gen V, Last of Us, <laughs> drama, uh, Silo, Hijack, Citadel, Ahsoka, um, Continental, from the world of uh, John, John Wick. Wick, Twisted Metal, Reacher 2, uh, which I haven't started watching yet. I want to. Picard Season 3 and Mandalorian. All right, well, I think a lot of these we can probably shave off almost immediately. So I want to talk about Hijack. Okay. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, the first couple episodes of Hijack, I really, really liked. They were very compelling. In fact, it was one of those things where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like 24. Yeah, it does have a very 24-ish feel. And then how it ended with the stock market. Oh, yeah. I had a feeling it was going that way, though. Oh, really? You did? Yeah. yeah. I I definitely did feel it. And I was like, oh, this is going to be like um, Palem 1, 2, 3 or whatever it's called. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was... That kind of underwhelmed me because I'm like, 
because I know, can see that I- Idris Alba was just phenomenal. How mm-hmm. he was constantly like you know he is a salesman who is or he's a businessman. He's a closer. Or yeah, he's a like closer, that. and all he was doing was just closing the deal to yeah. get to his family. Mm-hmm. And then, but you had all these like high paid assassins that you know were about ready to like off his son and uh-huh. everything was like so high stakes and then it just ended up being the stock market yeah yeah it definitely did kind of deflate a little bit at the end there like when everything's happening on the plane and they take it off the plane and it's like oh this is more about money than anything like it would have been cool if it was about literally anything else besides money yeah but I mean that's most things just because Please get a little bit more creative with your writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Citadel, I watched the first episode and was very compelled. And then I got lost during the middle of watching the second episode and never kind of went back to it. Um, that's one on here that I, well, and there's a couple on here, but Citadel is one that I don't know anything about. It To me, it seems like a kind of a James Bond type of a movie or a series on uh, Amazon Prime. You're kind of thrown into the middle of an action scene, and you know there's like a a train fight, which is very like engaging and stuff like that. And it goes back and forth between this time and that time, which is kind of interesting because you know they just throw you in, and they're they're slowly building up you know the character's background during like these high stakes situations. But then by episode two, even though they can still continue to bring to you know bring it up, I just felt as though there was just a bit of a lull, and I just during that lull, I just never got back to it. All right, well, and then I put Continental on there. I hadn't watched it. I've watched the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. I feel like for as lengthy as each episode is, because I think there's only three episodes. Mm-hmm. For as long as each episode is, they they don't deliver a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like the story's there, but it's like you watered down every episode. Like it could have been more. And that's just me whining because I <laughs> I am hearing myself saying like you could give us more in, in your production, <laughs> like more action where I'm like, am I snooty now? Am I one of those crap? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I Reacher 2, I'm expecting it to be fantastic because the first season was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't obviously and honestly say that it's going to be the best. All right. So I think we all know where we're going to be going. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's Bullet Train. Bullet Train. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of these we know that like... Ahsoka, we're going to say a lot of the same things. Uh, Silo, same things. The Last of Us, Gen V. Um, Reacher, I have hopes, but yeah. I don't think Reacher could ever outdo Twisted Metal. So I guess, you know, in action, before we basically give it to Twisted Metal, <laughs> um, uh, Godzilla Monarch. I've not heard of that. I've never heard of it either. Could I put it on here? That's uh, on... I, th- I think that's what it's called. Um, it's on Apple TV Plus. It just dropped. Oh, I, I thought it was just called Monarch. I didn't oh, know it was called uh, Godzilla maybe, Monarch. Maybe I, I I just knew Godzilla was in it. Okay. I, I yeah, know. it's called Mar- Monarch: Legacy of Monsters. Okay. I, my bad. No worries. <laughs> I just oh, thought, has I just, Kurt Russell in it, huh? Yeah, Kurt Russell and his son. Hmm. 
Like his son plays the younger version. Oh, Wyatt of himself. Russell. Yeah, I seen Wyatt Russell on something else. I'm trying to remember what it was. Captain America. Well, he was a, he was the uh, yeah he was the other Captain America in um, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, and he was also oh, he was also in an episode of Black Mirror. Oh, that's probably what it was. And also, he was on Overlord. Do you remember watching that, Brett? Uh, so disappointing. It was. A very good premise. And then, uh-huh. wah, wah, wah. And then disappointed. Yeah. I got to give this to Twisted Metal. Yep, Twisted Metal. Here you go, Twisted Metal. You win. <laughs> okay, animation. The Three animated awards. version of Twisted Metal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my word. Could you imagine oh, if, they, if, they, if they animate the uh, Twisted Metal Yes, because you could do so much more. Oh, my word. Would watch. (laughs) Now, which style would you like that in if you could pick? I mean, I I would. There's two things I would do. I I would like like some of the over the top anime style, which is would be great. But also, I would have to say the DC animated universe from the mid 90s, 20 or the, the. 2000 teens. Okay. Like some of those animated movies are done so phenomenally. And that what that's what breaks my heart with some of the ones that are coming out like now is if you, if, I don't know if you've ever watched it. I never, it just doesn't never interest me, but uh, uh, Archer. Oh yeah. Now it seems like they're doing like that kind of animation. It feels like it's a paper cutout. Yeah. And I'm like, it used to be so good. Yeah. And now it's this. Yeah. We can only hope that Twisted Mel is, just, is so good that they do a, a animation spinoff. Mm-hmm. All right. Animation. So we have Blue Eye Samurai, Scott Pilgrim, Futurama, Crapopolis, What If, My Adventures with Superman. Oh, I have heard My Adventures with Superman is fantastic. I have not watched it yet, but... Uh, I've heard the same thing. Like, it's it's very, like classic Superman, the Superman you want. Mm-hmm. I've watched... All, I'm almost done with Blue Sa- Blue Eye Samurai. I say I would say right now it is definitely like the best of that genre I've ever seen, like mm-hmm. a samurai and Asian culture and all that. Because um, I'm just not... It's never been my cup of tea. I'm not an anime kind of guy. or and It's not really an anime, but you know what I'm saying. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. And but I mean I enjoy it. The story's interesting, but it also is very a slow moving story. Scott Pilgrim, it is on my list to watch. I've wanted to watch it for a while. And I'm hoping it's good. I, it's getting rave reviews. When I was building these lists, I was looking at all the top shows. And man, I tell you what, um the the all the different uh websites and newspapers and magazines most of them, they don't agree on what's good this year. And oh, my, that's good. And mm-hmm. Everybody's got, if you get different pages, like there's a couple similar on from website to website, but for the most part, I feel like everybody's got different ones. But Scott Pilgrim was on quite a bit of them. Uh, Futurama, we talked about. Crapopolis. I've watched one episode, and I just, after that, I was like, I don't know if I can keep going. <laughs> it wasn't that good. What if we talked about um, how we haven't watched it this year, but I've watched last year, don't like it. My Adventure Superman, I know nothing about it. I'm going to look it up right now because when I'm thinking Superman as an animation, I don't know why. I'm thinking of the 19, like, 50s animation. Which, I, I funny thing about that, I bought, the, I bought it on iTunes, and then it, it's been sitting in my cart 
forever and mm-hmm. I got a notification that it was like 50% off and so I was like okay and now I now own it on uh, Blu-ray which is what I probably should have owned it on to begin with because it has documentaries on it compared to the iTunes version which is just the episodes interesting so sorry Jack mm-hmm. Quaid plays Clark Kent huh Dennis Quaid's son that's also in the uh, uh, my boy or the boys mm-hmm um, that's interesting. I hope to give this a a little look ski. Is this a what is this on HBO? HBO Max, Max, yeah. Okay, it does have that anime feel to it. Looks like, hmm, just a little anime. Um, but yeah, I think based off this, I'm going Futurama because I like the consistency that it delivers, and I like the humor. Humor lends itself to my awards. <laughs> what about you, Tim? Hmm. My I'm I'm debating between Scott Pilgrim, Futurama, and my ventures with Superman. Hmm. I like Scott Pilgrim, and I I I saw a trailer for it, and it got me excited because I like the movie. Mm-hmm. And I, it's a continuation, and they brought back most of the cast, which is cool. I, but um, let's see, Futurama is consistent, like we've talked about. I really like it, and they did bring back most of the cast for that too. Um, my ventures with Superman. Um, I put that on the list because I've I've heard really good things about it since it dropped on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna my adventures with Superman. All right, I'm gonna go with Tim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> I'm just curious. So Scott Pilgrim. So my adventures with Superman, seven point seven IMDb rating. Uh huh. Scott Pilgrim, seven point eight. Oh, interesting. Just so you know. So they, and then Futurama doesn't count because, I mean, it's the whole show. Yeah. It's 8.5. But I guess we're going to give it to, you said My Adventures with Superman? Yes. All right. And horror is Goosebumps, which I'll get into it. Horror is Goosebumps, The Fall of the House of Usher, The Last of Us, and The Walking Dead, Dead City. All right. Take off The Last of Us. Yeah, and then, <laughs> then there's Dead City, and then there's like a Daryl Dixon one. Is that the same yeah. one? Okay. Is that the same one? No, this one is. I, I forgot to add that to the list, but there's a there's one that's following Daryl Dixon in I think London or England or something, mm-hmm. and then there's Walking Dead Dead City, which follows Negan and Maggie. Oh, that's right. On the list of like, I was looking through bad ones. Uh, the Daryl Dixon was on a list of the a lot of website bad ones. So. Hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of burnt out with Walking Dead because I did try and watch the um, the one that takes place in California, the LA one. Yeah, a Fear of the Walking Dead. <laughs> in a zombie show, there just was not near enough zombies I, at all. I watched the first three or four seasons of the that particular series, and me, the the way they they talked that show up, like they were they were going to explore how the the whole zombie apocalypse started and then three episodes in or something it's just it started it started and it it was over yeah i'm like what what just happened and then all of a sudden they were on a boat so i'm like oh this is boring yeah yeah i think at least walking dead the original started off kind of actiony mm-hmm. where and that's a word i'm using mm-hmm. actiony um this one just went right into drama <laughs> and so i imagine and Negan and Maggie, like, I'm getting, I, 
I want to finish Walking Dead so bad. I'm on the last season where Maggie and Negan right now are like at odds ends with each other. Um, and I just can't watch it. I'm just done. I just I want Brett. Did you say there's like a YouTube out there that like finishes everything for you or explains the whole thing uh-huh. so you don't have to watch yeah. it? Yeah, I just need to do that. That's what I need to do too. Um, I will say so. I watched the first episode of The Fall of the House of Usher. What like is this is connected somehow to the how haunting on Hill House or something like that, right? I don't know because the you know the mom in that show, uh-huh, she's in this too, and she's the ghost as well, and it's just like this is so weird that you're the ghost on these shows um I'm not into it, I mean, I can see why people like it because it does get pretty good reviews. It's, oh yeah, it's, it, it's probably in that world because Mike uh, Flanagan is the writer. Okay, so yeah, it's not my cup of tea. Um, th- I do appreciate the the guy who plays um, on Star Trek the movies. Um, what is his name? You know the guy that recruits Kurt. Oh yeah, uh, General Pike. Uh, yeah, Bruce General Pike. Greenwood. Yeah, so he plays the 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 dad and the only the sole survivor of the house of the whole family and everybody else is dead and so he's telling it's the show starts out with telling the the investigator you know the whole story from his point of view of, of, of what he knows that happened and why everybody's dead around him and his entire family and i just watched the first episode and I, it's just not for me i don't know how to explain it and I did watch the first episode of Goosebumps, and I did enjoy it. So I am voting Goosebumps. <laughs> I'm going nostalgia, Goosebumps. I'm going Goosebumps. I, I, can't, I honestly, when I was making this list, I was like, I forgot about Goosebumps. I need to go back to it. So I'm excited. Um, mini series is the category. Next category, we have Secret Invasion. Can I vote for none of them? <laughs> <laughs> the, the Fall of the House of Usher. And kaleidoscope. We can do that here on the North. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we definitely can. I'd because see. if there's nothing worth giving a vote to, then you don't give a vote. <laughs> what, what What is it off of uh, Brewster's Millions? None of the above? <laughs> I, I vote for none of the above. Like, you know, Secret Invasion, if you want to read a good comic series... Secret Invasion, man. It is fantastic. And I was fine with the liberties that they took, basically taking it completely different avenues with it on Disney+. Plus. Totally fine with it. But then when you have this five-foot-nothing, 110-pound girl who is has all of the powers of every single mutant, X-Men, whatever, Avenger... I'm sorry, you lost me. Yeah. Yeah, I I get it. If I were to vote for any of these, it would be Secret Invasion, just because the other two are just not that great in my eyes. Kaleidoscope, I watched it. Why did I watch it? I thought it was going to be good as my defense, <laughs> and I was wrong. So. You know, I, I watched it so on my Netflix, because, you know, I think when you, you recommended it at yeah. one point in time, and so it, you said that, you know, you just push play, and it will start you on a random episode. Uh-huh. And so I started watching it on mine and I'm like, I'm so lost. And so then I went, because I still have not deleted your account from my my mm-hmm. thing. I went over to your account, pushed play on it, started with the same exact episode, went over to my mom and dad's account, 
uh, push play on it, starting on the same exact episode. I'm like, I thought it was supposed to be random. Yeah, that's what I was told. But yeah, Secret Invasion, if I have to give a nod or vote to, um, I guess it was. I did enjoy it. I'm, I'll put an official vote in for Secret Invasion. The ending sucked, though. Ah. Uh. I have a hard time voting for things with the ending sucked. Like what was that? I was listening to somebody uh, wax poetic about, um, oh, oh, what was the, oh, shoot. What's the Gene Wilder uh, sheriff? Uh, uh, Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. I, oh, yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, I like that movie. Except for the ending. Except for the ending. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That ending's just horrible. I'm going for none of the above. All right. None of the above. All so. right, guys. I'll fall in suit. <laughs> no, no vote for miniseries. Too no. bad, losers. Nope. There was no valid entries. <laughs> all right. Now the moment we've all been waiting for. Like, maybe. Worst of 2023 TV show. <clears throat> so I put Big Prize Door. Don't know if you guys have heard of that one. No. Um, nope. I'll get to it after we do all the ones. So Big Prize Door. One One Piece. What? Uh, like One Piece is supposed to be like one of the best shows ever. It's, uh, I, no, I know the anime is supposed to be good. Well, okay. But this is the, 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 the live, live action. action. Oh, yeah. okay. Strange Planet, Kaleidoscope, The White House Plumbers, Crapopolis, and Gotham Knights. So I just want to say, so the synopsis of <clears throat> Big Prize Door, well, the story of it is... Just randomly at this small town, they have this little, you know, little store that everybody goes to. It's the store to get everything. <clears throat> and every and this thing pops up there kind of like one of those, um, like from Big where, you know, the little fortune teller thing uh -huh. spits out something. This spits out something that it that says what you are, I forget what it is. I want to say it's like what you're most like, like what is your, what will be your greatest achievement? Or what will you be in life? Something like that. Yeah. What's your greatest achievement will be. Mm -hmm. And so everybody's getting these cards that are saying like all these cool things. And some of them come true, like almost immediately. Like, I don't know. One says you'll win the lottery. And then like a couple weeks later, he wins the lottery. And so it's like, Oh yeah, that's your greatest achievement. And then it happens. And like, and so then there people are like thinking about it and like, is that, I mean, I'm done with that now. My team is done. So, you know, people are dealing with that emotionally. But the main character of the show, and I forget who the main character of the show is, but he, he pulls it out, his little card, and it says Whistler. It's like his, his greatest achievement is his whistling, and that's it. And so... Wow. Um, and then his wife, his greatest achievement is like something like... I think it says queen. And so she doesn't know how to read into that because she's in the United States of America. So I was like, how am I going to be queen? I, I got I had two episodes in and I was like, this is going nowhere. It was fun. It was a novel idea, but now it's done. Um, one piece. I, I tried to like this show. I watched about three episodes, four episodes of one piece live action. It's just too ridiculous, and I hate, I hate the main character. He That's a is. Shame. That's, I, I want to watch One Piece. <laughs> I mean, the animation I've been told is just fantastic, mm -hmm. but I mean, like the show. But he is just too freaking happy all the time. 
over the top happy and like too um, trustworthy of people. Well, I, isn't that similar to Ted Lasso? <laughs> yes, it is. But imagine Ted Lasso not like conveying like humanness. Like, okay, he is like I don't know, like on a Red Bull every. He's drinking Red Bulls all the time because he's always super happy. All right, I, I'm I'm now going to whenever somebody like truly hates something, I'm like I, I'm I'm going to prove that this is not <laughs> yeah. wrong. So you prove you prove. In, in, in next episode, I'm going to have watched some One Piece, and I'm going to either be 100 percent agreeing <laughs> with you or being like, no, you're wrong. Yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead. I, you know what? Okay. I'm happy when people find the things that make them happy because if it doesn't make me happy, hopefully it does somebody else. Yeah. Just drink a Red Bull. Exactly. <laughs> Strange Planet, I also put on here because I gave it a couple episodes. And if I wanted to watch, I mean, I assumed it's aimed at more adults, but like it's a cartoon that is just like, like I, I like the trailer of it because the trailer was like, hey, we are going to be over the top honest with everything of like uh, translating it. in this alien world, what Americans do for the most part, like I'm going to go get this large beverage of energy juice, which is coffee, you know, and mm -hmm. I'm going to wait in this five hour line to go get it. And it's like, you know, that honest and they're being not uh, jokeful about it. They're being uh, sincere because it's just reality. Mm -hmm. And in the end, it's just, it's just a lot of morals and the stories. And I mean, of like, you're, it's like you're watching like a... So it's like uh, a, a, an episode of Scrubs without the zaniness yes, in between. Yes, it is. It is that. It is consistently like the very first episode, The main one of the main characters learns that she is just too bossy. <laughs> and you're just like, I don't care. This was dumb. You had a good idea and you ruined it. And then Kaleidoscope, we've said our piece about that's garbage. Mm -hmm. I put White House Plumbers on here because I can't tolerate um, Woody Harrelson's accent in this show at all. It's, it's just <laughs> purely based on that. I watched one episode and I'm like, I am good. I can't listen to him anymore. Crapopolis, I've said my piece on that. And Gotham Knights, I have no idea. I, put <laughs> I, I, I started watching Gotham Knights because I'm a fool for a CW show. I think... Oh, it's CW, the, huh? Yeah, the Flash. The Flash, actually, I have not watched the last couple of seasons of The Flash, which makes me sad, but what was it? I... I I, I watched one of my YouTube channels that kind of like, you know, gives me the quick synopsis of something or whatever. Mm -hmm. And when, not the last season of Flash, but the second to last one, where it, the the solution was solved by the Flash and Kid Flash, or um, what is it? Kid Flash or whatever, uh, basically create lightning swords and have a sparring duel. I was like, oh, okay. I don't think I'm going to watch this. <laughs> and so I was, but I, one of my other favorite shows is DC's Legends of Tomorrow up until like the, I, I don't think I watched the last couple episodes. And I watched the first episode and it was dark. It was dreary. It was lame. And then of course we had to kill Bruce Wayne. Like, you know, Why? It's called Gotham Knights, but you know what? The, the main person in Gotham is non-existent. I'm like, well, okay, well. It, it, <laughs> it seemed like also kind of like going into a police procedural 
uh-huh. kind of. I don't know. Did you watch this? I never watched it, but I watched the trailer and I saw the synopsis and it makes me angry. <laughs> I just I don't understand why they keep tiptoeing around Batman. Like, that's what we want. Yeah. Why are they giving us all this other crap? Like, <laughs> like I mean, they did. They teased Batman and when Arrow was going, mm-hmm. they te- and then you know they expanded with the Flash. They expanded with DC's Legends of Tomorrow. They did Superman for goodness sakes. I mean, give us the Batman. And then I mean, they did they did give us a little like uh, what was his name? Um, they did a little Batman in um, what is it? The uh, Batwoman. Cre- oh yeah. Oh, like I, do you know what? I, do you know what had me out on Batwoman was when. Uh, Kane, I can't think Cassandra Kane, I believe that's what her name is. Uh went into the Bruce Wayne man uh, uh, you know Wayne Manor and came across the bat suit and I hate the line. The line is so horrible because she decides that she is going to be Batwoman because she found out that her uh, cousin or whatever was Batman and she turns to her assistant and she's like when will this be good? And she goes, and she looks at him holding the bat suit and says, when it fits a woman. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no. Like women come in every single different shape and size. So wh- why did you say that line? It should have said it will be great when it fits me. And it just was so like that had me out <sighs> in the first episode just because of the just cringy dialogue, I'm better than Batman because of reasons. And I, yeah, I just think DC Comics is tr- is just trolling around fans for the last twenty years. You know, starting with you know the the Smallville, mm-hmm. like Smallville worked. Mm-hmm. You know, with with you know Clark Kent not necessarily being Superman, but just kind of building himself up to be Superman, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And then there was Gotham who that followed really Jim Gordon and it had Bruce Wayne in the background as a kid, which is fine, but we've never seen a live action Batman on TV since Adam West. Since Adam West, I mean, there there were so you watched the first season or two of Titans. Oh yeah. And like when they when they went into a young Robin and like they did some backstory behind him with the Batman. I was like, man, that sounds exciting. I want to hear more about that. Like, like they they went into like details about how they escaped, you know, through the tunnels and all that stuff. Like, let's show me that. Show me, show me a young Robin within a violent Gotham City. But the sad part about it was, is you know, Dick Grayson re- was running away, and then of course yeah. you had the whole. Um, like there was so much anger, and I, I've heard a lot of people dislike Titans because Dick Grayson is the hope. Dick Grayson is the best version of Batman. Yeah, and when you had him just angry the entire time and resentful towards, and then uh, when the, we did meet Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne had retired because he just couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But I want to see a, a younger Batman with a Robin. And I think the format works great for a television show. And then when they announced Gotham Knights, it was irritating because like they're just still tro- Bruce Wayne's dead, great. And then they're they're forming this really ridiculous team of uh, kid villain, kid uh, kids of supervillains and kids of superheroes, and now they're teaming up. Like, come on, like that, I mean, that's super irritating. Th- they did it better in Star Girl. Star Girl is actually pretty good. I, in my opinion, is 
and I know very little of the DC universe here, but my guess is, is they don't want to make a Batman TV show because it's going to interfere with the movies. Well, and here's an interesting thing about that is they have, um, I don't know if you know it, they just dropped a trailer for a second Batman movie. So we will be getting, with you know, the, the Robert Pattinson. Oh, oh, I'm teasing you because yeah. so we have uh, the second uh, Robert Pattinson movie that will be is in the process of being made. But they dropped a teaser for the next Batman movie called The Brave and the Bold featuring Jensen Eccles as Bruce Wayne Batman. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, there's a teaser for that. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that after this. I, I, I don't know if it was uh, Jensen Ackles could pull it off. Like I, I'm sorry, what? I am super this biased. Is, this is groundbreaking. Hold on, I am super biased towards that man. He is one of my mad crushes. Um, but if you've ever seen him play Dean, first of all, we all know he has the deep voice because I'm sure he's been drinking whiskey or some some spirits in his life um, to get to him that deep voice. He so he's got the deep voice. Check. He's He's got the body, the physique, check. He's not a freaking um, emo kid, check. <laughs> Robert Pattinson, that's you. Um, and he doesn't got a growth in the corner of his eye like Christian Bell, check. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just being over the top here. But I, I, oh. It's a real thing? I think I, I mean, could. Uh, I don't know. Now, now I'm oh. Now I'm not as confident. You, you're taking this away from me? Well, no. I, I was... Um, it was recommended that I watch. Yes, yeah, this teaser trailers dropped September sixteenth. The Brave and the Bold, and it'll come out twenty twenty five. That doesn't sound right. Hmm. I mean, unless this is fan art or it, fan, it could be. But I, like, generally, Google recommends me watching certain like trailers that are. In my wheelhouse. I mean, I am, I'm pulling this up here, and I don't know. It just says at the bottom here, Jensen Ackles, James Gunn, DCU movie concept. Oh, okay. So it's a concept. It's not. Yeah. But, yeah, so I guess they're just. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's not because there's rumors going around that. Uh, what's his name? Alan Rich Richson is going to wants to be Batman. He's too big. I don't even know who that is. That's the guy that's the Reacher. in Reacher. Yeah. Oh, this is this is a hundred percent a mashup okay. because this is <laughs> man, stupid th Google. This is the boys, <laughs> like footage from the boys. It's mm -hmm. footage from Christian Bale's Batman. That's it. I'm voting for Gotham Knights. This is angry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry but, for getting your hopes oh, up. Oh man, I got all excited. <laughs> Anyways, I want to say this real fast. So I pulled up a website here. That uh, I was just looking up all the Batmans that are live action, and they put them in order of best to worst. Worst is Gotham Knights. <laughs> Jensen Ackles would make a good Batman. He though. would. Number five is Birds of Prey, which I didn't know that was a thing. That was a that came out just as the pandemic hit. No, it says two thousand two to two thousand three. Yeah, that's, oh, a, that's oh, an old. Thing oh, that's a yeah from yeah the, okay. That's from the uh, WB, WB days. WB. Um, then there's Batwoman. Number four, number three, Titans. Why do they have that? I don't know. If Batman's in there, I guess. Number two is Adam West Batman. Number one, my favorite, Gotham. I love Gotham. I think that was really well done. See, again, like if they if they either continued on with Gotham or they re re revamped the concept, 
and made Batman as a TV show, I think it would work. Yeah, the one problem is like I wouldn't want them to continue to use the same actor. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless something he got like completely changes as he becomes an adult. All right. Well, are we ready to nominate <laughs> our worst of 2023? Big Prize Door, One One Piece, Strange Planet, Kaleidoscope, The White House Plumbers, Crapopolis, Gotham Knights. I think I'm going to vote for Kaleidoscope because I got the rug pulled out from underneath me with that movie. I thought, out of that show, I thought it was going to be good. And then, Gotham Knights, for me, it makes me angry. Yeah, I, I'm in... I am in Tim's corner. Gotham Knights. Okay. You, you know the funny thing about it? So I was listening to another podcast, a comics podcast, and they said, you know, and, and this I don't know about you, but this just fits me just perf- just my personality just perfect. And maybe why I've gravitated towards DC compared to Marvel is Marvel fans just kind of go up and down just like with the wind or whatever. But they said DC fans are passionate in their love and or hate of something compared to Marvel fans. And I'm like, and I'm sitting there thinking, let's see. Well, you're a Red Sox fan. Red Sox fan? Yep. Super passionate. (laughs) Yep. Like, yep, "Yep, that checks. That checks. That that means in theory, yeah, that means like, that makes sense for like, I'm sure Yankee fans are more Marvel fans then. Yeah, because Yankee fans are just like, yeah, yeah. Our team isn't too well doing too well. At least we have twenty seven World yep. Ch- Series or whatever. Uh-huh. That's almost like Marvel people like myself. I'd be like, oh well, we still have all these great movies and all these other comic books. So yeah, makes sense. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, those are the winners and losers. <laughs> or I guess they're all winners. Uh, just worst. one loser. <laughs> well, he's a winner of worst. <laughs> so so I guess before we wrap. One recommendation for 2024 that you're looking forward to? Of uh, a new series? Of new series, something in the works, something that you're hopeful for, something that you've heard uh, speculated about. I mean, I will tell you, as a Doctor Who fan, uh, I'm not I you're looking as a doctor. I, 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 as a doctor, as a Doctor Who fan, I'm not looking forward to that. So, not recommending that new series uh, at all. Um, I, there's like superhero movies. There's really nothing coming out in, the pipeline in 2024. Uh, mm. I'm I'm curious about the Penguin. Oh yeah, I forgot about the Penguin. I'm curious. I mean, I I didn't. I liked the the Robert Pattinson Batman, and this is following um, the Penguin, Colin uh, Farrell, which does not look like him. But I mean, you could see it in the eyes, but everything else, though, it's like, yeah, it's great. If you want to see a laughable movie trailer, um, Madam Web, Madam Web, that, <laughs> that, that I don't know looks, why they're making that. That looks so bad. Why is this a thing? I'm looking at shows coming out. Deal or no deal. Island. Why is there an island attached to that? I'm curious about <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender, the live action on Netflix. Uh-huh. I'm curious. I'm curious about. I've never played the games about Fallout. That would oh, be yeah. interesting because that that has a huge fan uh, following. So to disappoint those fans would be to fall on your sword, essentially. So oh, I can only imagine that's pretty decent. Well, and then as I'm like looking at this list, I'm seeing a whole bunch of at least movie wise, so much Marvel stuff that is possibly being pushed back. I yeah. mean, we don't really know if. Deadpool 3 is coming out in 2024. 
I'm not looking forward to the, I didn't never watch the first Joker, not looking forward to the second one because I heard it's a partial musical. So yeah, <laughs> oh, that's not happening. What? <laughs> yeah, because you, you, they're getting Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. And we need to see uh, Joaquin Phoenix win an Oscar for original song. <laughs> I mean, he did sing in uh, Walk the Line. Is Daredevil Born Again coming out? I want to say it is because that would do. Do you know what I read the other day? Did I tell you guys I, on? All on I know show? is that I heard that they're doing Matt. They basically script scrapping most of it. Yes. It's so it, my understanding is it's probably going to be the same cast. It looks like it'll be the same cast from what I'm seeing here. Also, welcome to Derry. Um, Ooh, that sounds interesting. However, uh, yeah, they're scrapping like it's not really a continuation of the seasons one through three, which makes me mad because we just got to um, sh- showing bullseye. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this next season was supposed to be about bullseye. But yes, um, if that's coming out, yeah, it says that first episode release date is going to expect it to be in 2024. So absolutely. Cause I freaking love daredevil. I- I'm looking forward to uh, the green lanterns TV series. Uh, oh, the HBO one? The HBO one. I'm curious about that. Yeah. I was about to say, if that's CW, I'm not watching it. No, it's <laughs> HBO because they're, they're getting What's-His-Face that was in... Um, I'm, I want to see that. Who was who the, the the guard in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Um, the guard? That, yeah, kind of comedic moment in when they're on that planet. Um, he was... Um, not, not the pig guard, right? No, no, he's a human guard. Uh, uh. Nathan Fillion. Oh, Nathan Fillion. Okay. He is going to be... Oh, he's on that one weird planet. Uh-huh. Gotcha. He's going to be Guy Gardner, who Guy Gardner is the biggest dick of all the Green Lanterns. <laughs> I heard he's also going to be in the Superman movie, Superman Legacy. Yeah. As a Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a Mr. and Mrs. Smith TV show. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, I would have to say um, if shrinking is also continuing if ted lasso was continuing i'd be excited for that but right now daredevil is definitely 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 been my top that i'm anticipating yeah i think the penguin that sounds good lanterns and last airbender if they can pull something off i think i'd be for yeah all, all right, right. All works right. for me well see you next year maybe yeah realize that I was